high frequency transmissions on the deeper meaning of life. In this podcast, I talk about consciousness, spirituality, astrology, space weather, relationships, love, money, current energy updates, and more. And as always, my intent is that each and every soul listening remembers the divine perfection that they are. Let's let the transmissions begin. So here we are, guys. We are in the first first few weeks of January. And how are we doing? How's 2020 feeling so far? Um, I bet it's not feeling as great as we all thought it was going to be. And that's because our timelines are shifting. And what we thought was the beginning of one year and the ending of another year and the celebrations of New Year's and all that jazz does not really coincide with the planets and the planetary alignments. Um, You know, we've been looking to the cosmos for answers and alignments for decades, for eons, for centuries. And it's really, it's not, um, it's not mystical. It's, it's science-based. It's, um, degrees and all sorts of things um, that we attune to and depending on your birth and up to the the exact like moment of your birth um, correlates to how you experience um, what you do on this planet and when you experience what you do on this planet so I always look to the stars and the planets for that And speaking of that, we are now um, just on the other side of the most intense astrology that we've had in our lifetimes, which was the eclipse in Cancer, full moon eclipse in Cancer. And then just on uh, the other side of that was the uh, Saturn-Jupiter conjunct, which was huge, huge, huge um, shifting timelines. And if you don't know what a timeline is, uh, we are experiencing lives on a multi-dimensional level. Time is not linear, okay? So we can actually be experiencing multiple lifetimes at once, depending on where our consciousness is. And we shift in a collective consciousness. We shifted in a collective consciousness over the, uh, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, over the eclipse. Huge, major. Um, those of you who are sensitive and who are empathic and who feel these energies probably felt that on a big level. I felt that on like a cellular level in my body, literally felt like um, something out of the matrix. It just shifted like during the eclipse. And then, <laughs> and then the next day, everybody's GPS systems, like their internal guidance systems were totally haywire. People were running into each other in grocery stores. There were car accidents. It was like we'd all, um, you know, we'd all up leveled and then didn't have a chance to recalibrate yet. So if you have, if you're feeling like you're still recalibrating, um, you're right on track. We are, we're in this time frame where Jupiter and Saturn are asking us to uh, wait, um, to not push forward um, too much with anything, to let go of expectations, um, and really uh, allow yourself some downtime. Um, Saturn and Jupiter conjunct means that we are being we're being limited and restricted for good reason. So if you're experiencing um, you know running up against blocks and walls with things that you're trying to get done or people you're trying to meet or whatever, 
that is, it's for good reason because there's still more information uh, that needs to come through for you. There's still lessons that your soul needs to learn. There's still completions and closures that need to happen. So uh, chill out and uh, nurture yourself and rest and give yourself some good validation and, and acknowledgement for what we've just been through because it's, it's major. It's not small stuff. Um, the good news is, is moving forward towards January 24th, the, the moon moves into Aquarius. We have a new moon in Aquarius and, and the energy starts to pick up a little bit there. So we won't feel so tired and we won't feel like we don't have the energy to do what we, what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. Those energies come in and really bring in new people, social things, group activities, community, working together kind of energy. So, um, you know, just for now, uh, let yourself um, be, allow things to just be as they are. Manage your energy if, uh, um, right now and just let things be. Breathing will help, deep breaths, so um, not putting too much on your plate and going with what feels effortless, what feels light, not what I have to do or what I think needs to get done, but what feels light. Does this feel good or do I feel like I should do this or I have to do this, okay? Because really most of the things that we think we have to do are just our belief systems or our perspective, okay? We don't really ever have to do anything uh, but we do get to breathe through this stuff. So those deep, full belly breaths are the way to go. Um, so that's a little bit of the, the astrology and the energy of right now. Um, you know, I listened to another podcast uh, a couple days ago called On Being. And on this podcast... Uh, on being O-N-B-E-I-N-G, she interviewed, uh, her last name is Tippett, I can't remember her first name, but she interviewed ben Brene Brown, and Brene Brown and her were talking about uh, true belonging and this epidemic that we have in our country right now around loneliness. And I do really feel like 2020 is going to bring this up for a lot of people, um, this, this sense of feeling alone um, and loneliness on the planet. So I kind of wanted to, to jump in with that. And, um, you know, for somebody who has experienced loneliness um, in her life for, um, for a lot of her life, um, I, for a lot of my life, I've experienced, um, you know, this sense of loneliness and uh, this sense of separation. And when I started to kind of tap into um, leaning into that more, spending more time alone, because alone, being feeling alone and feeling lonely is two different things. And the remedy for feeling lonely is actually going and being alone and um, with yourself. And uh, I've had lots of opportunities to do that over the last couple of years. And um, through that experience, really developing like sort of this sense of soul and this sense of kind of, I call it my spiritual practice and not like in a religious sense, but finding, um, finding out more about my soul and my soul's journey and doing energy healing and looking at my past lives and my karmic contracts, my soul contracts really helped me develop a sense of true belonging. So that, you know, when I am with people and when I do go out into the world and uh, authentically express myself, I don't come away feeling more separate, 
because there is a really there's a true epidemic in our society right now where we can literally be surrounded by people and feel very disconnected and very lonely and I believe that is because we're not being true to ourselves um, you know being true to who you are even when it threatens being rejected by others because so often we show up as we think people want us to be and then we come away feeling cheated and feeling um, you know like abandoned and we're really abandoning our our self our true self so um, the lack of being authentic so if you don't know who you are you don't know what you stand for you're not sure there's nothing wrong with that it just gives you an opportunity to go wow i really want to discover more about myself and who i am on, on this planet and what what my role is you know and help me to remember who i am in this lifetime um, because we've experienced our souls have experienced many 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 lifetimes and if you're just looking at this one lifetime and you're just knowing yourself through this one lifetime, that's like only knowing like 1% of yourself. So doing a little bit of past life healing and going and looking at some of what your soul has been through really develops that sense of self and, and, and that sense of courage and acknowledgement and, um, you know, self-acknowledgement self and, and knowing what you've been through. So I'd highly recommend doing some past life healing and some past life regressions. Um, I do those and I'm sure other energy healers do, but um, I've, I've noticed so much in my, in my sessions how healing it is to actually go back to those lifetimes where these things happened and to bring some of that remembrance back of how powerful we are, how courageous we are. Um, I really feel like that is a huge part of what, um, how to integrate this sense of true belonging um, on our planet right now. Um, the other thing that I, I wanted to kind of po like pose a question out there to all of you who are listening is how you think social media plays into that, the sense of loneliness. Do you think that social media helps us to feel more connected? Um, or, or is it counterfeit connection? And do we ultimately feel more lonely? You know, because it's so easy to not go out, put yourself out there, but to stay home, you know, be on social media, look at what other people are doing, get on your, you know, whatever dating app you have and completely isolate yourself from human connection. Now, in a sense, does that make us feel more connected? Um, or does it make us feel less connected? You know, I, I feel like there's a, or there, it's a tool. It's a tool to get our, our bodies, our vehicles, where we need to go to actually connect with people. But if we're just using it um, to isolate, then that is, that's not, um, that's not benefit, beneficial for our souls. Um, I created this uh, community in my community because I'm, I have a business where I'm an energy healer. I do distance healing and I'm on the phone all the time, but I hardly ever see people face to face. And some of my clients, I don't even know what they look like. And when um, I started this meetup group called Conscious Conversations, and it, the intent was let's get human to human, eye contact, FaceTime, being in each other's energy and just, just talking, just communicating, just sharing, um, feeling safe to show up who you are authentically and be received. Um, and uh, that's what I did. And I, <laughs> it was so interesting seeing clients 
um, that I've talked to on the phone for years and I'd never met and then just seeing them show up in, in person and these are people in my community these people we, we share the same community so I'd encourage you um, you know if you're somewhere else in the world and you're feeling isolated to maybe you maybe you're the one that needs to step out there and create some sort of meetup group or social interaction um, one of the things on this podcast that Brene Brown said was choosing your own comfort over courage and facilitating real conversations, your days of relevance are numbered, right? So if you're choosing comfort over, you know, facilitating real conversations by getting yourself out of your box and around other people, your relevance is limited. Your, your, your days of relevance are numbered. So it really does take courage to get out there and, um, and to facilitate real conversations and to say what you really want to say. And um, a lot of us are very scared to do that because of so much pain and trauma from other lifetimes and even this lifetime of being rejected um, for speaking the truth. Many, many lifetimes, um, people have had experiences where they have spoken their truth and were actually killed for it. And uh, many of my clients have had lifetimes where they were rejected from the tribe, and rejection from the tribe means death. So it's a very real fear. And it can show up in your lifetime now by, you know, isolating yourself, not trusting mistrust, trust, not trusting people is huge. That's a huge red flag that you got past lifetimes where you were rejected from the tribe, where you spoke up and um, you were killed, you were harmed. Um, and these wounds can carry with you for, oh, for not just a lifetime, for many lifetimes. And once healed, they are, unless you're creating new karma for yourself, they're done. And you can actually heal them for generations. Um, so doing energy work on yourself is not a selfless, selfish thing. It is selfless because not, when you clear that, you clear that for generations to come. You clear that for the ancestors. And this is why I'm so passionate about the work that I do because I know how big it is. I know how much it's affecting people in their life, in their lives currently, and how much it's going to affect future generations. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear what you got, what your guys' thoughts are about that on social media. Um, do you use it as a tool, or do you find yourself isolating? Um, I've done both. I do, I'm in the process of doing both right now. You know, I use it as a tool to create meetup groups, but more often than not, I'll find myself um, not going out and just being on, you know, my devices at home. And I always try to balance that out with doing some meditation, connecting with my spirit guides, and just because I've had, you know, I've had to do that in times where I have felt very lonely and I needed to call on support and there wasn't anybody there or my belief was that there wasn't anybody there. Um, so with that said, um, we are, we're in such a potent time for us to be doing our own work and to really uh, find out what it is that we want and the experiences that we want to have and the relationships that we want to have. And that's why things are moving so slow. That's why there's a pause button is because we're being asked to to notice this stuff, to recognize this stuff, to ask the questions. What is it that I want to experience 
What do I want to align with? Who, wh whatever's showing up in my life right now is a vibrational alignment of what's going on internally. So if there's n you know, not good stuff showing up in your life, you, you've got an internal alignment problem. If you want your life to look differently than what it is, it's not anybody else's job to do it, it's yours. Because when we don't go in and start to look at our own work, we're just throwing those wounds into the future and asking our future partners or our, <laughs> our, our family members, our co-workers to trigger them for us. And then that you know, usually really re relates to some sort of drama or trauma. So if we can take responsibility and be proactive with it, then that's probably the better way to do it, I think. And, I, you know, it's hard to do that on your own. You've got to have help right now. I mean, if you're trying to do this life on your own and you don't have a healer or an intuitive worker, get yourself one because it doesn't need to be as hard as it is, really. You don't need to be, you know, just surviving. You get to be thriving. It is your birthright to thrive in this lifetime. And that is why energy workers and light workers like, like me are here, is to help people through that stuff. Because we've been through it and we understand how hard it is to do alone. Um, so get some, get some help. Get yourself a shaman, an energy worker, a healer. Um, when I talk to my clients, you know, I say, it's like having a, um, a therapist, a psychic, and a shaman in your back pocket, you know? <laughs> and, or a therapist, a psychic, a coach, and a shaman in your pocket. Um, and, you know, I have, I, I get energy work done too, and I have mine on speed dial for sure. I don't know what I would have done it without my healers. So, recapping, we are all here in this, on this spinning planet together. We're, you know, we're affected by all these other planets and we're, um, we're coming out of a, of a really intense time and we've, we've got to rest and we've got to care for ourselves because we've got to put on our backpacks <laughs> and we've got to keep going. And um, don't burn yourself out for, you know, the first two weeks of this because we've got a ways to go. We've got a ways to go, guys. Um, I have two courses that I'm offering right now. And um, if you are interested, if you've been doing some work or you've noticed that you've got some awarenesses and some talents and abilities, if you're curious about this stuff, um, I would hop on the, the Intuitive Healing and Spirit Awareness Development course. It's an online course. It's video content. It's audio content. It's one call a month personally with me. And it can really help you on your soul journey and help you to be able to serve others. Um, the next course that I have is the Clearing Your Money Blocks course. And that is completely um, changing your relationship with money because... Our financial system is changing and I would recommend getting your relationship right with money before the collective's relationship changes um, because we don't want to be tapping into the collective relationship around money. Right now money is the last, I believe it's the last form of slavery. We've all given our power over to it. So if you'd like to take your power back from money and use it um, as a tool um, to create in this world understanding that energy is money and money is energy. There is an infinite amount of energy and there is an infinite amount of money. And the only reason why some people have a little and some people have a lot is their beliefs about it, their relationship to it, how much they're letting it in and how much they're not letting it in. It has nothing to do really with 
uh, your your job choice or you know your beliefs about money can lead to your job choice but it doesn't have anything to do with how smart you are how talented you are what business you're in it is your beliefs about money that is um, relating to how much of it you have so if you're interested in those courses um, please uh, direct message me you can go on my Facebook page uh, Instagram my website is shelbykrishma.com and um, I hope to talk to all of you guys soon have a great rest of your week and Satnam Namaste Aloha If you like this podcast today, please subscribe. You can find this on Podbean and iTunes. You can also go to my YouTube channel and click the subscribe button.